Hey everybody, and welcome to the Aesop Abstinent, a bonus mini-series from us here at the King James Virgin. Yep. Uh, you may notice that it's been a while since uh, you've heard an Aesop Abstinent segment in yeah. our normal show. It's clearly very much missed by all of us. It's questionably beloved. Oh, I mean, it's beloved by us. I don't know if it's the re- like everybody else be- loves it, but we do. Uh, and this one is showing up in your main feed. Uh, but from now on, uh, these Aesop Abstinent uh mini episodes uh, will be patron exclusive. So um, if you would like to hear more of these, um, you can get your own little private RSS feed uh, over at our Patreon. Yeah, we figured that uh, it would be a nice way of saying thank you to all the people who are helping support the show. Our episodes kind of have gotten long enough where we don't need to, to, to pad them. And uh, so we figured this would be a great way to kind of kill multiple birds with one stone. So uh, if you want to help support or you're just a massive Aesop fan. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash KGV pod or go to our website, kingjamesvirgin.com and there are links there to get to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, Aesop has been sold to Xanthus, the philosopher. Uh, Xanthus has taken Aesop home to his wife. Who didn't like him? Uh, it's like a will they, won't they sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have we thrown up figs yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was that was pre-Xanthus. Great. Is this uh, like a Rachel Bilson thing where you hated her for the first season of the OC, but then like I by did not. season yeah, this two, three, you know like, that reference. You guys didn't watch the OC? No. no. Um, so, uh, Aesop is basically, uh, he is, he is Xanthus's slave. Let's just come straight out with it. Yeah. Um, We're okay. No, isn't he a servant? Like, <laughs> right. Like, well, <laughs> is he was purchased. He right. was purchased. Uh, and he, Xanthus has a lot of followers. He's a great philosopher. Supposedly Aesop is kind of like there to poke holes in a lot of his greatness and really? theories. Yeah, like, so Xanthus will go around philosophizing and then Aesop will be like, uh, yeah. but only in writing. <laughs> um, at this point, I believe that he actually he, he talks. talks now. Yes. Okay. Cause for um, a while or they've there. gotten him like a marquee or something that he can just right. sc- yeah. scribble. He, he was mute for a bit. Yeah. He, he has a, uh, I, m- I miss that. He has a, a blackboard tablet where he just like writes snarky comments and holds you, you miss him being mute. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe he has like a Stephen Hawking's because then like just a story oh. would be over. He has he has nothing more to tell. Well, he just has to write fast. Yeah. OK. At what or, point does he sign. Get, when does he get his typewriter? Because I, I picture him like like Ernest Hemingway just out there like. Sure. Uh, well, we don't know that yet. Uh, right now, Xanthus is still taking him around and showing him like. Why does Xanthus take him I, around? I don't know. He, okay. Xanthus, ha- I think because he's a philosopher, he had like he, there is that combative element. Okay, like he wants to. Adam, Xanthus is a cat person. Does that make sense? Yes. No, okay. 100%. Make That's it. all we need to say. Okay. Fight me, coward. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, Xanthus takes Aesop to a garden to buy some herbs. Okay, <laughs> fresh herbs. Got it. Probably now, not. here's the thing. Can I you, have to accept a lot when we're doing the Bible shit. Adam, accept it. No, I'm 100%. It just, well, no, you buy dried herbs from the market. You buy fresh herbs from a garden. Yes. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with it. It just, the amount of things that ro- like revolve around like do, secondary food. Do we know what <laughs> yes, kind of herbs? True. No. 
That's disappointing. Um, Sage Rosemary in time. Okay. So the gardener is making small talk with Xanthus. Uh, he mentions the gardener does that he admires. Um, he's like, boy, you know, all these plants, uh, these weeds and trees and shit seem to grow way faster than any of my food. You know, like a, and Xanthus uh, uh, is is interested and uh, in fact offers meaning to the gardener, and the gardener implores him to say, like, well, what is the meaning of this? Why why do other plants grow faster than my crops do? And Xanthus, the philosopher, right, says. Not the botanist. No, no. Uh, says, well, providence will have it so. Weird line from a philosopher. Yeah, fuck you. Okay. Um, it's, it's an off day. <laughs> uh, Aesop, uh, as is Aesop, uh, loses his shit. He is cackling and like, this fucking guy, come on, man. Um, and Xanthus kind of challenges him and says, well, what? Like, if you have a better answer, let's, let's hear it. And so here is his answer. <clears throat> The earth is in the nature of a mother to what she brings forth of herself out of her own bowels. Whereas she is not how giving birth works. (laughs) Whereas she is only a kind of step dame in the production of plants that are cultivated and assisted by the help and industry of another so that it's natural for her to withdraw her nourishment from the one towards the relief of the other. The gardener finds this very satisfying. (laughs) Do you find it satisfying? Hold on. The gardener finds it satisfying. What Aesop has essentially said is you didn't do a good enough job. It got a little uh, involved with the patriarchy there for a minute. It did. Oh, absolutely. Um, But then I'm not sure. Does that mean the garden is anti-patriarchy and that's why she favors the weeds? It seems like that, right? Okay. Um, Fighting back against the man. And for whatever reason, the gardener is thrilled with this answer. I like dandelions. Xanthus is ashamed of himself because he hasn't thought as hard on this as Aesop appears to have. Right. Although Aesop's thoughts tend to be kind of like mm, jabby, a little like snarky. Yeah. Um, The gardener is so satisfied with Aesop's answer that he takes no money for the herbs. and. And he tells Aesop that uh, he's welcome to use the garden uh, for his own from here on out. Oh, shit. So it's important to the story of of the life of Aesop. Uh, Now we will get to our actual fable of the day. Oh, okay. Right, because this is the whole thing. His his life is but a series of fables. This this is a like side by side biography. And that story, there are a bunch of fables that we won't do that basically just perfectly mimic that story. Almost word for word. Okay. Um, So today's fable is the stag and the oxen. The stag and the oxen. A stag that was hard set by the huntsman betook himself to a stall for sanctuary and prevailed with the oxen to conceal him the best they could. So they covered him with straw, and by and by in comes the keeper to dress the cattle and to feed them. And when he had done his work, he went his way without any discovery. The stag reckoned himself by this time to be all out of danger, but one of the oxen that had more brains than his fellows advised him not to be too confident neither. For the servant, says he, is a puzzling fool that heeds nothing. But when my master comes, he'll have an eye here and there and everywhere, and will most certainly find ye out. Upon the very speaking of the word, in comes the master, and he spies out twenty faults, I warrant ye. This was not well, and that was not well. Till at last, as he was prying and groping up and down, he felt the horns of the stag under the straw, and so made prize of him. 
what is the moral? Don't oh, trust yeah. the help. Yeah, no, if you want so- <laughs> if if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. Ka-bang, yeah. there we go. The moral, he that would be sure to have his business well done must either do it himself or see the doing of it. Dude. Beside that, many a good servant is spoiled by a careless master. I have had employees. <laughs> yeah, no, that this is, is 100% accurate. true. <laughs> Shout out to my many employees <laughs> who do listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, mi- I, I miss you. I, I do like you just threw them all under the bus and also at the same time. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, fuck you. Shout out. <laughs> it is kind of weird though. Like, no, because anyone I, you hire will never be as emotionally invested true. as you are. Yeah. Like if I hire someone to make a latte, they're going to make the shit out of a latte, uh-huh. but they're never going to care like about everything because they're not paid to. Uh, see also why I don't have employees. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, so uh, the last fable that we did, uh, a fox and grapes was one that caused uh, a, a decent amount of discontent among the viewing audience. I remember being pissed as hell about it. Yes. I do not at all remember the fable. Right. So uh, this one. There was a trial. <laughs> that was That's one right. before the, the like Fox universe. Whatever. <laughs> um, but this one, I feel like, uh, how no. do we feel about this one? Yeah. I like the idea of one of the oxen having more brains than the others. That I like that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. There's always a, a, a foxy oxen. I have I have nothing nothing wrong with this one. Great. Short of like the image of like an oxen like using its hooves to like maneuver hay hey. on top of something. Right. That yeah. just doesn't work. I I did appreciate the mirroring of the uh, tale of Aesop and the garden with the garden. Oh yeah, there you go. Sure. Weirdly, uh, weird weird synergy. Just a f- fun little overlap. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Uh, I have. I, have I no like problems. the overlap of figs. <laughs> yes the true. fig story is going to be hard to beat no but I don't just know both the universes there's a lot of figs it's true we live in that world we need more problems i was gonna say we need more problems where the <laughs> the easy immediate answer is just like vomit all over the floor <laughs> make mm. everybody else do it right too. like well you do it yep i did my bit <laughs> i just we don't you don't run into those problems anymore like you just don't no one ever comes up to me he's like adam did you eat all the fi- all the figs <laughs> Well, I can prove it wasn't me. It's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, that uh, I guess I've also never been a stag in a hay, in a in an oxen uh, barn. So you know, whatever. That uh, closes out to this installment of the Aesop Abstinent. I like that one. Thank you, our patrons, for listening to this miniseries. And thanks to Fountain Sun for the use of our theme Aesop off of the album Sweep the Temple on Gnome Life Records. Sonic Bazaar.